For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. And that was the sound of the shofar, the trumpet. I have another video to follow on now, and this is relating to Revelation and the Apostle John's vision. So if we can just look at that, it's a few minutes, but it's a very beautiful rendering.
John saw some wonderful things, beautiful things. We are the bride. We are the bride. Those who love Jesus, those who are his followers, those who ache with longing to be with their Lord and Master, those who have made the decision to serve Jesus with all of their heart and their soul and all of their being. Those whom Jesus cleanses and purifies, who together will be a glorious bride, glorious church without spot or wrinkle. So on to the PowerPoint We've looked at that one, the bride. And Revelation 19, verse 7. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. Revelation 19, verse 8. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. The bride of Christ are those who will shine with a brightness, a purity and a holiness, just as he who called her the bridegroom. Sometimes we can humanise Jesus too much, seeing him almost on our own level and being like us, we bring him down without realising it and we think that he is exactly like us and feeling like us and um, it's just, yes, we humanise him a bit much. We need to see our Lord God and Saviour as he truly is now, as the Lord God. He is crowned. He is pure, he is mighty, he is holy. And when it talks about fearing the Lord, it is a deep reverential awe to hold him in highest esteem, highest regard. Sometimes we can be a bit too familiar or frivolous in our walk with the Lord and we need to realise 
that the deepest respect is owed him, the most wonderful love and awe. For he is the King of kings, the Lord of lords, Son of God. He is the bridegroom. In traditional Jewish marriage, after the betrothal or marriage covenant has taken place, the bridegroom busies himself preparing a place for her a place to bring his bride in his father's house. Just as Jesus said, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself so that where I am, there you may be also. The groom always goes and fetches his bride. When the father sees that all is ready, he says to the son, go and fetch your bride, son. She's ready your home for her is ready. And it's for this glorious occasion that we patiently wait. No other event holds more meaning to us or produces as much eager anticipation as the return of our Saviour Jesus from heaven. As we wait for him, we need to be characterised by loyalty and fidelity to Jesus Christ and his teachings. Jesus wants to bring his bride home, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. This time on earth is a time of engagement for Jesus and his bride. We have an intense love for one another. And as bride and bridegroom, we long to be united. The bride wants to be near Jesus, her heavenly bridegroom. And she will do everything and anything, and she will pay whatever it costs in order to be with him and to hasten his return. So two things are currently taking place. Jesus, the groom, is preparing a place for us. And we, the bride, are preparing ourselves for that wonderful moment when the father says, son, fetch her home. How do we make ourselves ready? And I've got a reading here from Colossians 3, 1 to 17, and I'll just read through it. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honour at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth, for you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. Think on that for a moment, our bridegroom, the glory that is his, the beauty and the majesty we are going to share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshipping the things of this world. And because of these sins... The anger of God is coming. But you used to do these things 
when your life was still part of this world. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behaviour, slander and dirty language. Don't lie to each other. You've stripped off your old human sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Gentile, if you're circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. Since God chose you, to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Let the message about Christ Jesus and all its fullness and richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom that he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, our bridegroom, giving thanks through him to God the Father. The bride sets her mind on things above. She does everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. Her thoughts are always on her return. The bride of Christ is so in love that she would pay any price to put off sin, everything that is not Christ-like. And she hates seeing any spots or wrinkles and is quick to go to her Lord and Saviour for cleansing and renewal. She wants to be found clothed in those beautiful wedding garments of righteousness. And the Father is going to send Jesus to fetch her. When all is ready, he will give the word, and Jesus will come and gather his bride to himself. The word tells us that angels are very interested, looking into all of these things. And in that moment, just put yourself there for a moment in heaven, that thousands upon thousands of angelic hosts in heaven waiting. And when the Father says to the Son, go, go and bring her home, can you imagine the celebration, the excitement, and the rejoicing that is going to fill entire heavenlies? The music is going to be just awesome. And I've got a beautiful little wedding song here that I'd like to play for you as well. Thanks, Russell.
There's a stirring in the throne room, and all creation holds its breath, waiting now to see the bridegroom, wondering how the bride will dress and she wears white. shame of history but this worn and weary maiden is not the bride that he sees she wears white head to toe but only he could make it so when someone dries your tears, when someone wins your heart and says you're beautiful, when you don't know you are, when all you belong to see is written on his face, when love has come and finally set you free on that wedding.
I love that song. I love that song. Now, how will it happen? Let's have a look. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 to 18. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will always be with the Lord. 1 Corinthians 15. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised, imperishable, and we shall be changed. Now, I'm just trying to get back to which one? Revelation 19. There's going to be a great celebration and there's going to be a marriage feast. Then I heard again what sounded like the shout of a vast crowd or the roar of mighty ocean waves or the crash of loud thunder. Praise the Lord, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and let us give honour to him. For the time has come for the wedding feast of the Lamb, and his bride has prepared herself. She has been given the finest of pure white linen to wear, for the fine linen represents the good deeds of God's holy people. And the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. And he added, these are true words that come from God. Many are called, the scripture says, but few are chosen. The wedding invitation is for all. Some respond, some don't. Will you be there? Will you be there? Is there that seat at that wedding feast? with your name carved into it and a little crown on the top and red velvet cushioning and, you know, in the presence of all the angels. I think of all of you, especially now that we're leaving, and I know it's my imagination, but I imagine what... It will be like when that trumpet sounds, that shofar blasts through the skies and all of us are caught up. And then there's the wedding feast. You know, it's, I just hope that it's going to be a case of, you know, seeing everybody and, you know, the excitement and the shouts and the joy and great, you're here, awesome, you know, wasn't that fantastic, you know, how did you feel being zapped up into the air, you know, I've always wanted to fly, but it was just so fast, I didn't even really know what was happening, and here we are together, you know, and the love, I believe the love that we are going to be surrounded with, and that we are going to experience, is going to be unlike anything we've ever felt before in our entire lives. He is 
beautiful. He is the bridegroom. He is awesome. I gave my heart to Jesus when I was 10. I turned 70 this October. And he has become more and more beautiful, great, powerful and mighty in my life. And the closer that you get to him, the more you want to get rid of things that are just going to come between you. You know, it's like, oh, there's a mark on my wedding gown, you know. I don't want that, you know. Don't look at that, Lord. Get rid of it, you know, please. It's, um, I think it's lovely. And we need to really begin to focus a lot on what is coming to see that we have a glorious future, that our hope is there. It is in Jesus Christ and our home is with Jesus Christ. It is not here. We're just travelers passing through. Our true home, he is building for you and I right at this very moment, and we are going to be ushered in with great joy, no reprimand, no rebuke, no frowns, no look of disappointment like, oh my gosh, how did you get here? You know, it is going to be open arms, you know, yes, and I don't want anybody looking over and going, how did you make it, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> the, um, it's going to be beautiful, absolutely beautiful, and I look forward to sharing that day with all of you, I know we'll no doubt pop back from Perth when we can and visit and there's all the Zoom things we can do and Facebook and everything, but this is the gathering that I am really excited about, this is the thing I've been looking for my whole life. All I want is to be with Jesus, to have that trumpet blast and to go to be with the Lord and have all my family and all my friends around me at that time. It is awesome. So just as we finish, I'd like us to just hear that trumpet again and just play it quietly, keep it quiet. And let's all just focus on the Lord as we close in prayer. Praise God. Father in heaven, mighty, awesome God, there is no one like you. There is no God beside you. You yourself have said, I'm the only God. There is no other God. I don't know any. And I thank you, Father, for sending Jesus to bring us into fellowship with you, to prepare us for this wonderful day, this wonderful event that is coming, Lord. And while the world just surrounds us with distractions and bad news and doom and gloom and things happening, Lord, Lord, I pray that we will lift our eyes. We will lift our eyes toward you, that we will open our ears and eagerly, Look for the appearing of our bridegroom and listen for the sound of that trumpet and the shout of the archangel. Lord, we are so honoured, so blessed to be yours, Lord. And I pray that if any of us are feeling that we, we may not make it or we're feeling uncertain, uncertain, Lord, about whether we belong to you or not, I pray, Lord, that your beautiful spirit, Lord, that you will just come upon each soul. And I pray, Lord, where there is uncertainty, 
Lord, ask that your Holy Spirit now, even in this moment, give reassurance. Give reassurance. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart, believe that he is the Son of God, that he died on the cross and rose from the dead. If you believe with your heart, then you will be saved. You will be part of that wedding feast. You will be going home to your Saviour. And you are going to be greeted with open arms, with love, with joy, enthusiasm and excitement. Lord, please give peace and reassurance to any heart that needs it this morning. And I pray, Father, that, Lord, as we just leave this place today, I pray, Lord, that you will be first and foremost in thoughts and hearts. That's why we're here, Lord, to reveal you and bring you, Lord, and just share you with each other and with others. Lord, come quickly, Jesus. Even so, Lord Jesus Christ, come quickly. Thank you, Jesus' name. Amen. If anyone wants prayer at all, please feel free or just simply sit quietly in the presence of the Lord because he's here. Just let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Certainly can. Certainly can.